Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. It is Thursday. I hope you're all doing well. Yes, sir. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Let's see. First of all, first we have a voicemail from John Allen Large of Red Dice Diaries talking about my episode on Buy the Book Gaming. Go ahead, John. Hi, Glenn. It's John from Red Dice Diaries. Just been listening to your episode about Buy the Book Gaming. And I've got to say, I pretty much agree with what you've said, man. I mean, I can't think of any game, whether it's been D&D, White Walk, Warmer Fantasy Roleplay, whatever you, whatever RPG that I've played, you care to name it. I can't think of any RPG, so beyond the first like two or three sessions, where I've not been house rolling, adding little bits and pieces, ignoring other bits. As you rightly say, certainly for D&D, like encumbrance is a big one there, since I think you can just use common sense and just get rid of a lot of that and save on the book working and i can't think of any game i've really played in where it's been 100 percent by the book it almost seems a little bit of a waste to do that since games in my mind are meant to be developed to suit a particular group and a gm anyway great episode dude take care catch you soon thank you very much john i appreciate that that email yeah i pretty we're pretty much on the same page on this as i've said on the episode some people want to run try and run by the book i'm assuming there's people out there who are quite successful doing by the book but to me it's just a little too restrictive for me and also i'd like to make it a little looser for the players too encumbrance has never been my forte as a player i just like to you know i'm not going to be moving tons of stuff around and I just want to be able to have what I need when I need it. And if I don't, well, that's when we improvise. You know what I mean? So that's my take on encumbrance. And any other rule that is not the basic, you know, how to how to hit, how to get damage, how to do damage, all that kind of stuff. So some people, even that's up for grabs. So, yeah. We'll just leave by the book alone for a while. Uh, but thank you for that email, or voicemail, rather. Thank you for that voicemail. I've been listening to, or I should say I've been watching YouTube. I've been watching Matthew Colville on YouTube, who has a very good series about running D&D. He's, he's been in the field for quite a while, and he's still he's still doing it. He still runs low-level adventures and things like that. And so he knows his stuff. He's one of those, I guess you can call him a grognard. Hell, I'm a grognard, so he must be a grognard too. One of those grognards who fell in love with 5e when it came out, which is a, you know, I don't listen, I don't watch him for 5e advice. I watch him for gaming advice, so I don't worry about that. He's made some very good points recently. He talked about how one session of his was a disaster because he robbed the characters of free will. Now, I can only agree with him up to a point. While I don't like a railroad, I think I've said this before, I don't like a railroad because I like characters who have choice. I like characters to have free will. It's, it's, a, it's a thing of, I like to see what they can do. And the fact that I've been a player for a long time, so I've been on the other side of it, and I want to be able to make my own decisions, my character to make his own decisions. But he, he described a, a case of a kidnapped wizard 
by the local regent who is trying to get power. They go visit the regent, find his knights there, and it's uh, they basically set them up. They they did exactly. They talked to another wizard in another town, saying, "You have this magical shield. Don't let the regent get it, and don't you know? Don't go up against him." So they sort of stumbled into a plot to kidnap the wizard, and they just they went along with it. They went along with it to the point where they were captured. Now nobody likes being captured. I have I I'm very very kind of vexed about that i've talked to about capturing pcs before there's a way to do it and there's a way to not do it his his thing is you should never give players take away their their agency their free will and i agree if it's not if it if it's a normal situation but if they're going to walk into a trap like that and get and get you know, you get captured, it's going to happen. I know the players may fight it. If the players were a little bit more on the ball, maybe they could have, like he said, he was making, he was making, their choices were diminishing as they went, but nobody really, they were too, I don't know, they were too good or something like that. They just went along until the point where they were accused of this wizard's death and they got locked up and they're going to be hung in the morning. And it did result in one character's death. Although it was a rather heroic thing, a heroic thing that happened, it just, it's, it happens. I don't, I would, the player was mad. He walked it off, came back, he explained the thing. And they thought, looking back on it, it was, you know, okay, it happened, but we managed to, you know, we lost a character, but the guy rolled up another character he liked even better, and la, 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 the, the game went on. Now, I know he's also dealing with first-time D&D players, or roughly, for maybe their second or third session, I don't know, because they figured once, you know, the character dies, that's the end of the game. No, it's not the end of the game. The guy makes another character, he keeps going. But he, it just, they got themselves into it. It's their job to get themselves out of it, or at least recognize the signs in time. If they'd recognized it early, the signs early on, they could have fought their way out of there. But no, they got captured, and it turned out okay, because they did get away, except for the one character who died. And it was more like a sacrifice and things like that. So I cannot completely agree with Matthew about free will, or agent, they're taking away agency. They took their own agency away. This would happen in real life, or at least in the movies, where some government agency would do that to somebody. So I, I really don't see why he was upset over it, why the players were kind of upset over it, because it's it's a you make your bed, you lie in it type of situation. I don't think he did anything wrong in that respect. Now, look, now thinking about it, the only thing I can consider he did wrong was the fact that he should have been a little more lenient with the character, with the players, since they are somewhat neophyte players, and neophyte players don't always know the right choice to make. He mentioned something in another video about his players always tend to wait until the last minute to confront the bad guy. They never occur to him. And he's right about this is like new new generation gamers in general. I hate to pull the old Grognard card, but they don't 
they don't realize that they could go after the bad guy whenever they want, especially if you're playing a sandbox game. And I'm talking strictly a sandbox game. I don't like a railroad. I really don't. Now, I've mentioned this before, and this is kind of, this is kind of a response to this, I guess. Matthew, if you're listening, great podcast, by the way. I just thought I mentioned that. I mean, not very great, great, great video <laughs> series on YouTube, but I just, it's, you put a sandbox down there. If they take a plot hook, I'm not putting them on the rails, but they're on, they're, I don't want to say they're on the, all right, fine. They're on the, they're not on the rails because they have free choice. But what I'm saying is once you buy into the story, you bought into the story, wherever it goes, whatever you do. And that's why I set up situations. I have a story in the background that I loosely follow, that I loosely, okay, this is the situation. What are you guys going to do about it and see what they do? But once you take the plot hook, once you take the hook, you're on the hook. That doesn't mean you can, can have to follow that hook. But, I mean, if... If the rest of the party is going to go save the kingdom and this other guy wants to go and just study spells, oh well. In fact, he had a character in there who did not go with the party of that wizard. He went to the armorer, the blacksmith, to get some new armor and ended up talking to this halfling part of the Thieves' Guild who was going to save them. They didn't need saving because they got it out themselves. But, you know, that worked out. I... I can do that to a certain extent. If somebody wants to break off and do something and the rest of the party's doing this, I can handle it to a certain extent, especially if they're in a town. But I'm not going to have a party of like four to six characters all do different things. If I want to do that, I'd play gangbusters. But that's another story altogether. <laughs> I, I love gangbusters. I just find the cohesion problem a problem. So, well, 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 I've talked to that about that before, but but that's but that's what I'm saying. I don't think he did anything wrong, to tell you the truth. He was just playing out the story as it. They funneled themselves into the situation. Now, as I said, they were new players. He could have been a little easier on them, maybe give them a few hints on how to get out of the situation or something like that. But that's up to the that's up to the game master. So he's just gonna. You know, do what he did, but I, Matthew, I wouldn't beat yourself up over it. That's all I'm saying. I would, if I was the game master in the same situation, it might play out the same way that did, depending on the players, depending on the players I have. I have some players who are really on the ball. They love plot hooks. See, the thing is, they love plot hooks and they will follow the story because they're interested in the story. I'm interested in two things. A good story and good character. A good story and interesting characters. And if I had to choose between the two, I'd choose the characters and their decisions. If they totally dump what we're doing at the beginning and want to go off over here, I'll let them. Again, sandbox, or as you call it in the video game world, open world. Because... I can always come up. I can extrapolate off a map. I, I didn't used to be able to do that, but now I'm pretty confident I can extrapolate off a map. They point to a hex and say, like I said, say, what's in here? 
I'll just look it up and say, well, is that and the other thing you want to go over there? And if it's far enough away, they'll have adventures along the way, like random, at least random encounters. There could always be side quests and things like that. So, like I said, you didn't do anything wrong, dude. That's just the way the, pl- the story played out. And that was their decision to do to go along with these guys. So, if I'm sounding a bit of apologist, I'm sorry to the rest of you. But I like Matt. I like his stuff. And, you know, it's cool. Anyway, go, go watch him on YouTube. He's got a nice series on there, especially for beginning Dungeon Masters. Okay, I'm going to start my day. So, if you want to talk about me about this or anything else, you can get hold of me at oldmangrognar at gmail.com or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. And we are funded now. We are, I always want to say funded, monetized. And as little as 99 cents a month, you too can support this program and I would thank you. Thank you to my supporters, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Mark, and Juan Carlos. And don't forget Mark C. Wallring's podcast the yawning owlbear we still have a few days to go on the kickstarter for vigilante city 2 the two book set kickstarter so check that out great supers game there's also dungeons and delvers red book out there another kickstarter so look those up at kickstarter.com okay so until i see you folks next time keep the dice warm and i'll talk to you later Bye bye questions comments Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. <laughs>